Hey, everybody. Welcome to Couple on Fire podcast. Um, welcome. This is our first ever Facebook Live, and we're super excited that you're here. Um, today, we're actually going to be talking about finding happiness during a pandemic, and that's going to be coming up right now. Right now. Are you a Christian and you are looking to take your faith, your family, and your future to the next level? Then this is the channel for you. That's it. That's us, guys. Hey, I am one of your hosts, Josh, and I'm here with my beautiful wife. Christy. <laughs> That's right. It's Christy and Josh. You know, a couple on fire podcasts. You know, we decided that we were going to start doing Facebook because this is where our people live. Mm-hmm. You know, this is where our age group is. This is where people <laughs> that we're familiar with. And, uh, you know, this is where uh, we've been able to really make a lot of contact. So we're just really excited to begin this awesome venture. We're glad you're here. We are concerned about all the technology and stuff because, hey, we just don't know. Things can go wrong, and I think that's part of the fun. And so. he knows more than me. <laughs> well, we're learning together pretty much throughout this whole thing. So we're just really excited to be here. You know, we think that right now, one of the greatest topics to talk about is happiness. And what a greater time that we really need to find out and really dig in and figure out a way to find happiness in a time like this pandemic. So uh, each and every week, we like to give you three powerful things that you can use. Uh, and we also want to make sure you stick to the end today. Stick to the end so you can uh, hear the challenge. We all have to be challenged. That's what helps yeah. us grow. Yeah. And so, you know, make sure you stick to the very, very end. We have something uh, really powerful at the end that we want to share for this challenge. So let's kick off with number one. The number one is choose happiness. Yes, choose happiness. And Josh and I were talking about this a lot before. Um, I don't even know before we actually even started this, we were talking about it last week that we're both really concerned with the pandemic right now that people are going to be suffering with depression or addiction. And we really need to dig deep and find out what happiness is and how can people choose happiness during this pandemic. And when him and I were talking, I'm like, you know, God, people say God is love. Mm. God doesn't give love. He is love. And that's really what happiness is. We need to be happiness. It's, and you have to choose it on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. You really need to be present. You know, I think that's what people really miss out on. Like we need to really be present and aware of what's going on in our lives. If we just allow our lives to go on cruise control, uh, the negativity will seep in, right? I mean, we always yeah. say like we're either moving forward or we're moving backwards. We're never sitting still. Right. And that's true in your happiness too. So if you're not choosing happiness, if you're not intentional in everything that you do uh, and all the way that you hold your thoughts, you say this all the time about how do we uh, encompass our thoughts? How do we take those thoughts hostage and create happiness out of them? And that's not lying to ourselves. That's being responsible for what's going on yeah. in our happiness. So um, I want to make sure that I show you guys, okay, it is choose happiness. Choose happiness. Okay. I don't know why, but that was fun. And I wanted to be able to do that today. So, well, and you like technology. (laughs) That's fine. I do. But you need to, to be able to choose happiness, though, to really be able to choose it, you need to choose yourself. You really need to know who you are and be happy with who you are. And I know that's so cliche, but it's actually so, such a root core thing to happiness. And Mm. that's why so many people say it. You have to be happy with who God made you to be and don't compare yourself to other people. That's when you can really choose happiness because that's when you'll just be happy. 
Yeah, it's really easy for us to look at other people's happiness and think, well, if they're happy, then I should be happy. Or if I had what they had, or if I looked yeah. the way they looked, or if I yeah. had their job, then I'd be happy, which is not true. Yeah, you know? I, I remember somebody, I remember one time I, I read something or saw something where somebody said, um, you know, uh, if you had a million dollars, it wouldn't make you happy. And the other person's like, well, give it to me and I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. and of course, yeah. we always want to think that way, right? But ultimately, yeah. you know, um, if you ever follow anything about Tony Robbins, you know, he says that he's interviewed over, you know, a, a thousand different uh, billionaires, millionaires. And he says that uh, in interviewing these guys or gals, all of them will tell you that the money has never brought them to happiness. So we have to remember where we're seeking this, where we're choosing our happiness from. And if we're finding it, trying to look for this happiness in things, even if we're looking for this happiness in people, we'll always get let down because that's just the way that it works. We have to make sure that we're choosing happiness in the right ways. Well, one of the most powerful things for me was um, when I listened to a book and it said, really make an effort to be conscientious and be aware of your first two or three thoughts when you first wake up in the morning mm. and you get up and you go in the bathroom and you're brushing your teeth and you're going to the bathroom. What are you thinking about? And I'm like, I don't know. And I know I'm thinking about something. Yeah. So then I really started paying attention to it and I'm like, wow, it's just, you're really just bringing yourself down thinking I have to do this today. I'm so tired. I didn't get enough sleep. And when you change those first few thoughts, even just in the morning, it makes a huge impact on your happiness. Yeah. Take captive of those thoughts. Yeah. Make sure that we're doing that. So that's yeah. your first one. Make sure you are choosing happiness. Mm-hmm. You can make the choice to do that. Mm-hmm. So today's sponsor is, well, by nobody, because we're not that popular with that. So <laughs> we're going to take a drink out of a really awesome cup that we got. And because uh, oh this God. fluid in it tastes that extra we yummy. For ourselves. <laughs> Okay, so moving on to the second thing. The second thing is define your happiness. And we have to choose on how we define our happiness, right? Yes, yes. And we are all unique individuals. We all have our own fingerprints for a reason, which means we're all going to have our own unique passion that God put inside of us that only we will be able to carry out with our own talents and gifts. So you really need to dig down and be able to define what your true happiness is, Mm. what truly makes you happy. And it's not materialistic things. It's not money. It's not an outward. There's nothing outward that's going to make you happy until you're happy with who you are. Yeah, we were just talking earlier. uh, We were just sitting on the couch here just a little while ago, and we were talking about this one in particular, about Mm. defining your happiness. And Christy brought up about how powerful it is, and she heard it, read it, and we've talked about it even before this, about how... People define their happiness uh, through alcohol, through drugs. I mean, we say, you know, this immediate gratification, this stuff makes us happy through food, uh, even through sex, through poor relationships. I mean, my mom uh, always told me gambling. My mom always told me, you know, emotional waters seek their own level. Mm -hmm. And that's so true on so many levels. You know, that's how we seek our, our happiness. That's how we define happiness to ourselves. So once we are choosing this happiness then we have to make sure that we're defining it the right way. So we have to make sure that we're not using things around us like alcohol or drugs or even food, even things that we think are good for us, work. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could become a workaholic and define that as happiness because you're doing something good. Uh, you know, our pastor just this last weekend preached on this topic a little bit and said that, you know, you could serve the church too much. Now, it's easy to say you could never serve too much, but you can. If yeah. you're chasing after this 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 happiness in a certain way because achieving is your way of finding happiness, then you're defining it and you're defining it a wrong way. 
Well, this morning um, on my way to work, it was weird because just last night we were talking about what we wanted to do our next podcast on. And we were like, we really need to talk about the pandemic right now. And a lot of people are even posting on Facebook. Okay, it's starting to get old now. I'm starting to get angry. I'm normally not an angry person. And then on my way to work, I've been listening to The Power of Purpose by Les Brown. Mm. And I only have like an hour and a half of it left. And it just so happened. I think everything is God ordained. That today on my way to work, the section of the book that I'm at, he's talking about happiness too and how you need to choose it. And so I really started thinking about my testimony when I Mm. give my testimony at Celebrate Recovery. And part of my testimony is I was just looking for happiness at the bottom of a bottle. And that's when it hit me that people are looking for happiness and then they find the feeling of happiness in short-lived things like alcohol or gambling Mm. Very short-lived, and it's just the feeling. So it's something quickly that's going to alter their state psychologically. Um, endorphins that get released, dopamine in your brain, and it's very short-lived. And once they find that, then they start chasing that instead of yeah. finding what their root, their their core root to happiness really would be. They chase the feeling that they found one time, and it's so short-lived. It is, and I've watched so many people get on the the exercise kick. Oh yeah, you know, and they get on this fitness kick, right? And so, so they're doing the P- <laughs> they're doing P ninety X, or they're doing you know something, right? CrossFit's a big one right now, right? And you're doing yeah. this this thing, and you're really getting going on it and stuff. Yeah. And in the beginning, it feels good, right? You're feeling good because, well, exercise feels good. But then you get addicted to what you're saying. And then you relate that with happiness, that feeling with happiness. And that's that doesn't fulfill you because we have to remember that happiness is a feeling and that feeling needs to lead us to fulfillment. And that's really where we gain true happiness. That's why we say even at Celebrate Recovery that um, our identity can't be in things. We can't even be in our struggles. It has to be in who Christ is because that's the one who fulfills us. Well, I mean, before we even start, before this pandemic started, um, you and I were back on our workout kick. You mm-hmm. know, him and I go on workout kicks for months at a time, and then we fall off for months at a time. And we were back on, and we were going to the gym almost every single day. Yep. And then the pandemic hit, and our gym closed down. And it's like we could have easily started saying, man, we were just getting into this again, and now I'm just angry about it mm-hmm. because we can't go to the gym again. And instead, it's like, how, how can we be happy right now in this moment? What are, how are we taking advantage of this moment instead of looking about everything that's taken from us? What can we gain from this? I mean, we have extra time at home. We have extra time with our loved ones. We have extra time to read the Bible. Everyone complains that they don't read the Bible because they don't have enough time. You have time now. I mean, you have extra time to read a book. You have extra, extra time to listen to a book. You have extra time to make a vision board, which we haven't done. We have not, you know, so it's, you have to, it's just perspective. That's but awesome. I think you're, you're really hitting on something good. I mean, we're right now is the time to define your happiness right now is the yeah. time. Yeah. Connect with your loved ones, dig in deep. What we always say, the world's moving too fast. Well, right now in the worst thing that's happened, probably in anyone's life that we know of, uh, right now is a great time to be able to tap into that that part of who we are, those answers we're looking for, for that happiness. Now is the time to sit back and truly define it. Yeah. And you could ask for feedback from people that you actually trust. Like yeah. actually Josh has given me some, someone that lives behind closed doors, you know, with me that actually can give me good feedback about how, who I am and what energizes me. Mm. A lot of times we can't even see it ourselves. So if you have a close confidant that you could ask that you trust, yeah. they could say, you know, every time we talk about this or every time, 
you're talking to me. You get really passionate about this. That's important. It is important. All right, moving on to number three. Number three, it is take action for happiness. If you can't tell, and if you watched enough of these episodes, action is kind of something we really embrace because you can have all the knowledge in the world. If you don't take action on it, nothing happens. So that's part of what the challenge is going to be here. In a few minutes, we're going to talk about the challenge for the week. But, you know, we have to make sure that we're taking action on all this stuff that we're doing. Right now, during this pandemic, when better to learn and consume? But are you going to be prepared that when this is over, because it's going to be over, yeah. are you going to be prepared then to put it all into action? Or are you going to slip back into old, old routines? Yeah. Right? No, it's so true. It's... We're, huge action. I, that's what I was telling Josh. I can correlate everything back to like weight loss now or reading your Bible. I can correlate anything back to what are you doing? You can sit back and say, I just am not knowledgeable enough in the Bible. I'm so upset about it. Well, are you reading the Bible to get more knowledge? Mm. Um, oh, I'm just not happy with the weight that I'm at right now. Well, are you doing something to change that? Because what happens is like when we get movement and we actually start making forward progress towards things that we're internally upset about with ourselves, we do feel better. We can go to bed at night and we mm. just feel good about those things. It's like, okay, I'm making steps to forward progress right now, which is, that's what it's about. Progress, not perfection. That's what it's about. And in the book that I'm listening to right now, you know, he's like, you never fully make it to the end. You know, what cracks me up is someone that was successful one time in their life and you're talking to them. They're like, well, I used to be this and I used to be that. And he's like, used to be's don't make no honey. (laughs) And I like cracked up laughing at that because used to be's don't matter. They don't matter. What are you doing now? What are you doing? Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, one of the basic human needs as a person is our need to grow as a person. That's why, you know, part of our podcast is to take your faith, your family and your future to the next level. And without that next level, if you're not willing to take and raise that bar a little bit, you become complacent. When you become complacent, you literally invite unhappiness into your life. We have to be willing to take the action to the next step. Now, it's really easy, and it's easy for me, and I know it's easy for Christy too. It's easy for us to make excuses because we can outsmart our own selves. We yeah. can talk ourselves because we are we are our own worst enemies when it comes to action. We are. But we have to drop the excuses. We got to say, listen, I need to be a better version of who I was yesterday, tomorrow. I got to do it. And what is it that I need to take action on? So I need to quit sitting on this thinking, you know, I'm waiting for someone to come save me and make me happy. I'm waiting for this job to come make me happy. I'm waiting for this money to come make me happy. No, I'm going to go out and I'm going to be happiness. We just talked about this, Mm. about being happiness. And it takes action to do that. Yeah, and I think what's really important too is... um, a key to happiness is contentment. And there's a difference between complacency and contentment. Mm. And that is a huge thing. You don't want to make this more difficult than what it is, but you need to be content and happy with where you are and also taking actions to grow as a person, to take your faith, family, and future to the next level. And when you're just complacent about everything and you get the, I don't care attitude, I'm fine with them where I'm at, that's not really contentment. That's complacency. And if you're standing still, what'd you say earlier? You're moving backwards. Yeah. If you're not moving, if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards. Yes. Even if you're standing still, people are passing you by. Yeah. 
So it's very important to be content with where you're at and happy with who you are, but then also constantly making things to make yourself a better person. Like, how are you improving? How are you making an impact on the world? If you left today, what would you leave behind? Are you leaving behind a a legacy with your kids or your grandchildren of an impact that they are going to impact people? Like, what are you doing to make an impact? That's so important. It is. And I, you know, happiness is one of them things that uh, you can chase forever and never find it because you're not, like you said, you're not inside you. Yeah. You're not happy with who you are. And there's a, you have to really hear this. Like if if you're, if you're watching this and you've made it this far, you need to listen to this. Mm -hmm. You have to remember that the way that happiness works. Okay. Happiness isn't something that you become. Okay. Happiness is someone that you are and clothes isn't going to make that, make you a different person. And a hairstyle isn't going to make you a different person. And I'm telling you right now, we're all finding that out. Right now. And we are <laughs> for real. This is a homemade haircut. And you know, but but it, it, all money does money magnifies who you are or your unhappiness. That's what it does. Yeah. It doesn't make you That's happier. So yeah. And and you have to remember, like, if you don't know who you are, if you really don't know who inside you are, that needs to be the first step before any of this stuff we're talking about today. You got to dig into that. You got to find out who you are because all this other stuff is, tr- you're trying to put icing on something, a cake that's not even made yet. And you have to, you have to get to the core of who you are to be able to find true happiness. And how we do that as Christians is we tap in to the one that gives us that, and that's Christ. Yeah, and that's so good. And one of the biggest, most freeing things for me is understanding who I was. Like, I'm a very outgoing person, but I'm also a very introverted person all at the same time. It just depends on the day. <laughs> and isn't that true? It's very true. And the days that I'm like just crying for no reason or whatever, because I'm an emotional female, is the sooner I accepted that and just say, okay, I'm just going to stay in bed today. And I'm embracing my sadness. I was telling him Mm. about this last night, like when my grandpa passed away and I was sobbing my face off, he just passed away a little while ago. Um, you know, people were coming up to saying, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I know it's going to be okay. I'm actually happy that I'm crying. I, I really have really embraced my emotions and when you allow yourself to be angry, but not in a vengeful anger, but like really feel the anger and try to decipher, like, how can I deal with this in a healthy way and have a good, healthy output from it? It's all good. It's all good. God gave it all to us. So yeah. Yeah. Happiness is a tricky thing. And we have to remember that feelings are fickle and happiness, believe it or not, is fickle. And if you really want to be happy, happy, you have to find fulfillment. It's joy. And we've talked about it in Mm -hmm. previous podcasts. Yeah. You have to seek joy. So, all right. So that's the three things we want to make sure that we bring you a challenge. It's really, really, really important that you are challenged, challenged. So, um, challenges us too, which I like. Yeah. So we want, (laughs) there we go. Okay. That was fun. All right. No, he had any. So, so so bring in the challenge, bring in the fun. Okay. So the challenge is seven day happiness challenge and there's Seven. seven full days, full days. And there's four parts actually to this challenge. Uh, the first part, okay, and if you really want right now, I don't want, nobody should have any real excuses right now to not do any of this stuff. So, you got all the time. Yeah. All the time in the world. Yeah, it's really, really, really important that we do this right now. Okay, so the first one, <laughs> really important, uh, is three things, okay? Three things every evening this before you go so to bed. Good. Write something good 
about yourself on your bathroom mirror. Three things. One word each. Okay, mm-hmm. so three words on your mirror before you go to bed each and every night. Mm-hmm. So when you get up in the morning, the next day, it's right in your face when you're brushing your teeth. And hopefully you brush your teeth. So. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, you never know. Yes. So it, and that's that's actually the start. That's why I love this so much because journaling is so powerful. And this is actually a start to journaling. Mm. It's a very simple way to start with an attitude of gratitude. And the sooner that you change, it's it's killing multiple birds with one stone. And I love that. Okay. I love killing multiple birds with one stone. Okay. So poor birds. It captures your thoughts in the morning instantly when you wake up, which we talked about earlier. Yep. And so it changes your thought process right away, which is so important. It is an opening for journaling right away. And then it also starts changing the way that you talk inner talk about yourself and it'll make you start believing those things. If deep down you don't believe them, it'll help start changing that. Yeah. It's so powerful. Yes. Number two, one act of kindness each day. Yeah. Simple. Send a text, uh, write a note, put a note on a mirror for a loved one. There is something you can do. Pay for somebody that's behind you uh, in, in the fast food. Everybody's going out to eat these days, okay? We're all going through, through drive throughs right? Yeah. Not, not out to eat, right? So through drive through Yeah. And, uh, you know, everybody's doing that. Pay for something. Now, you don't have to have a lot of money. Just go through McDonald's then, you know? Don't don't go to, you know, Lucky's or Applebee's, yeah. you know? But go someplace like that. Do something, one act of kindness. And this is the reason why, okay? And a lot of people don't understand this. When you give away to somebody that doesn't give back to you, it actually creates happiness. It actually yeah, it does. does create happiness. So it's real important that we do that. One act of kindness it per day. It makes you feel good. It does. It makes you feel good. Number three, calm your mind. Okay, and I really think this is a super, super, super good one. Christy and I talked about this. I, each and every morning, okay, after you read your words on the mirror, okay, and after you brush your teeth, you want to pick up your Bible, pick up your phone, whatever it is you can get your Bible on, and read one verse out of Psalms and then mm-hmm. pray about that verse. And that doesn't have to last long, a few minutes. Okay, and I think that alone right there can create a good start to your day when it comes to happiness. So make sure that you're doing that to help calm your mind for the beginning of the day. Calming your mind is just so important. (laughs) So this is, again, starting the habit that could become a much larger thing to where you're getting up and having 30 minutes of calming your mind where you're sitting down then in the morning and you're journaling and you're reading your Bible and you're praying and you're meditating on a verse out of Psalms and you're really calm. It sets the tone for your entire day. I feel so much more centered. I do not get upset throughout the day as easily. I feel convicted quicker. Like, no, you're not going to allow this to, to derail, you know, the, the path that you're on today. It makes a, a very big difference. Yeah. We just moved around some furniture in our house because well, we have nothing better to do right now. And we put our, uh, we put a couch or a love seat or whatever in a different room by a window. And she's been getting up I in the morning to show people. <laughs> she's like, we're going live on that next week. <laughs> and, uh, so, but she sits there in the mornings now and she's like, feels so much better after she does that because she sits down, she prays, you know, she does her thing in the morning, reads her Bible. She does those things. And there's, it, it really calms your mind. It really puts you in a place of center to really get going for the day. So calm but, your mind. But nature is also just a, we've talked about how much nature makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. And now that area is right in front of a window. And when I sit there in the morning, I get to see the sunrise mm. and I see birds cause it's not winter. So it's a happy time right now. You know, you see the sun, you see yeah. grass and trees and leaves, you know, 
Yeah. So it's good. It's beautiful. Number four. Number four is move your body. There's so much to be said in doing a little bit of fitness. Okay, so every day, okay, every day, do something just to get your happiness flowing, just your blood flowing. Five, 10 minutes, do it in the morning, do it in the evening, do it on your lunch break, do it at the office, do whatever you are. And probably right now, most of you are not working, you're at home, you have time to do it. I don't care if it's push-ups, if it's sit-ups, if it's jog in place, if it's jump rope, if it's planking, if it's something. We got to make sure that you're doing something to get your body moving. So make sure that you are doing this challenge, okay? Seven days to happiness. We're looking for happiness right now. Right now, our minds and our bodies are seeking everything to be unhappy, to be honest with you. We're doing all the wrong things. We're overeating, we're laying around too much, and we're contemplating on all the bad things going on because we're stuck to social media. You know, so let's yeah. make sure that we're challenging ourselves in a healthy way to direct ourselves towards true happiness. And me personally, number four, I think Josh has like went out a little bit on a limb with the five to 10 minutes. Okay. Like you can start out with 60 seconds. Okay. You don't need to do five minutes to me. That's a five lot. minute plank. No, okay. like you try, try to do a five minute plank. Try it. I, 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 try it. No. We need some videos. Okay. Cause I want to see someone do a five minute plank. I actually was like planking is not hard. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to do this. And I got up in the morning and started planking and that's how I was like that. And it took me like two or three weeks to work up to be able to do it over 60 seconds with my, my whole body vibrating. Yeah, It's serious. Yeah. Like five minutes is a stretch. I think if you're just starting out 60 seconds, okay. Pick, pick your battles, people pick your battles. Okay. <laughs> Don't plank for five minutes. I mean, if you can, that's fantastic. Oh, I'm proud of you. Goodness. But, uh, apparently my cousin at, <laughs> yeah, I know you can plank for five minutes. <laughs> planking is super hard. So we want to let you know that each and every week we will be on at 7 p.m. on Tuesdays. Um, we ask you to uh, like and follow the page. Then you'll be alerted. Okay, so you'll let what will happen is we'll put out a schedule and then you'll get alerted each and every week to let you know that we're going to be coming on at 7 p.m. It's just I want to die ideas too about what you want us to talk about. Yeah, new ideas. We're, we're always looking for new ideas. We actually had somebody reach out to us recently and give us an idea. So we're going to be talking about that in the weeks to come. And we're actually excited about that. So please make sure, leave us comments. Let us know if there's any topics that you're interested in. What we do want you to know that's really, really important that you know is the only reason we do this is because we feel like God has done so much in our lives that we have something to give back. We're not perfect. We haven't done it all. We're still on the journey and we're still learning. We just want to learn it together. So if you have some wins, something that you've been able to overcome, please reach out to us. Let us know. You know, we're looking at doing uh, interviews later on, you know, in our podcast, once we get our feet a little more wet, mm -hmm. you know, we'd like to do that stuff. It's real important that other people get to hear other people's success stories. So it's really, really important that we do that. Well, yeah. And we also feel that God wants us to be doing this. Mm -hmm. And I think that part of the reason why is we're open to people dissing on us and, us falling Be flat nice. on our face and you know what I mean like yeah. we don't care about it as much and um you know so maybe if we could even carve the way for someone else that God is laying it on your heart to do a podcast or to write a book or do something to spread your testimony or spread God's hope. Mm. If we could even be a pathway maker for you, that is our goal. Like we want you to be able to take your faith, family, future to the next level yeah. and be able to do with courage the stuff that God is wanting you to do. We want to encourage you to do that. Yeah, we call ourselves the couple on fire because we're on fire for God because we know what God can do once you invite him in and allow him to work through you. But that's just it. He has yeah. to work through you. You have to take action. Like this is really uncomfortable for us. Yes. <laughs> this is 
We had a whole discussion before we started this, how uncomfortable it is. But how important is that? If we're willing to step outside of our own comfort and do what we feel God's calling us to do, he can only shine brighter through us. So we encourage you, reach out. Let us know where you're at. Let us know your stories. We want to hear this stuff. Let us know. And we want to cover more topics. We want to spread and go further than what we've already gone. So we want to thank you for being here, and we will look forward to seeing you next week. Bye.